crucial stage. It's not because of foreign wars we wage. It's more to do with the colors blue and red. Too many laws and too much government. Can you tell me where the Constitution went? The Bill of Rights is just hanging by a thread. So many people trying to cross the border. Politicians build a new world order. Too many minds are convinced they should be led. I've got to be free the way God made men. And I won't be ruled by the damn UN. Taking your right to self-defense. They say you're safer, but they don't make sense. Not turn in the guns. All the unions always ask for more. All we buy is made on foreign shores. Come a day when there'll be real hell pay. I've gotta be free the way God made men. And I won't be ruled by the damn. Welcome to this bonus content mini podcast of Tap Into the Truth. I had a chance to sit down and speak with Randy L. Noble, a prolific author and the host of a fantastic podcast in and of itself uh, titled The Cross in the Desert, Speaking Hope and Freedom to Iran. And I guess at that point you can probably, uh, you can probably guess what the topic was. The point is, this is going to be part of the regular broadcast on the Thursday show, but the topic is far too important to wait until then to start spreading this interview. So, with no further ado, this is the interview with Randy L. Noble, and uh, just sit back and listen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome back. Thank you for staying with me through that very brief break. And uh, it is now time. I uh, got the honor and privilege of having back on the show a gentleman who's been outside of the guest rotation for far too long. Completely my fault. He is a prolific writer. He is a unique voice on the topic in which we're going to be discussing. He is the host of The Cross in the Desert, speaking hope and freedom to Iran. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. He is Randy El Noble. Uh, Randy, thank you so very much for uh, coming back on me. Uh, I was looking back a, a little while ago and realized, you know, I've been thinking that we need to have you on uh, for some time now. And then I got embarrassed 
uh, thinking as how long it's actually been. It's been years, Randy. Uh, it has. I, I apologize on that. I mean, you, you've been a front of mind for a while on several of these topics, especially everything involving Iran, and it has been a topic uh, to your quite a bit, uh, mostly because of the uh, socio-political uh, ideology, but the struggle has really changed. Uh, it looks like, once again, the uh, youth of Iran is uh, stepping up. We saw something under the Obama administration where the folks tried to step up and, and protest in the streets, and it got squashed. Uh, no real help or acknowledgement from the Obama administration. But we had something unique happen. And I would love for you, because you do such a fantastic job of describing this, to give the listeners the backstory of what started this protest. Well, thank you once again, Tim, for inviting me to be your guest. Uh, it is critical for the lives of all Iranian men and women to have our support, that we bring awareness to their plight, to the media. And so I want to thank you for this. The backdrop of this actually started in 2019 when the gas prices in Iran were hiked beyond the ability to pay. And Iranians came out into the street to protest the gas prices, but much more than that, they're protesting also this illegitimate regime that has kept them in a stranglehold for 43 years with no freedom, no rights, with political prisoners dying, with protesters dying in the streets. So they came out in 2019 under economic suffocation, and it blossomed into death to the dictator. This regime is illegitimate, illegitimate. Let's get rid of it. They knew they had some real problems with the youth. And so the first thing they did in 2019 was shut down the Internet. And when they shut down the communication between Iranians and the world, they spent two weeks killing 1,500 innocent protesters. That was in 2019. The backdrop for 2022 was the death of a young Kurdish girl from the northeastern part of Iran named Masa Amini. She was in Tehran to visit relatives. And of course, as a girl, she has to be properly dressed in her hijab before she can go out publicly. Her and her brother were on the street, and the morality police patrols to make sure everyone is compliant with the Islamic dress code. They saw Masa, one girl. She was showing a little too much hair, illegitimate hijab, pull her across, take her away and say, we're going to take her to the Vorza detention center and re-educate her on the Islamic dress code. You will see her soon. Her brother never heard anything for hours until he was informed that Masa was in a hospital, brain dead. A few days later, she died. He knew, just like every other Iranian knew, what really happened. The Iranian regime said she had a heart attack. We have video to prove it. And the reason why she has no brain function is we were able, unable to resuscitate her. Everyone in Iran knows that is a lie. 
They see videos every day of girls that don't dress according to the law. They're hauled away and they're beaten. Sometimes they're beaten in full view and you can see it on video. Other times is when they put them in the van and cart them away. When this happened, there was such an outrage. And at first, it seemed like this was a repeat of 2019 with 70 cities coming out. It is over 110 cities. And since September 16th, the young girls of Iran are not only shouting death to the dictators and this regime must be overturned, but they're taking off their headscarves. They're burning them publicly. And they have men supporting them. This is the backdrop for what is happening right now, Tim. This is not a protest. This is a revolution for 43 years. And they have a young population that knows all about this. This young population is suffocated. And Masa Amini was the impetus, not just for the cloth on the head. It's not just about that. But she was the impetus of saying enough is enough. We want freedom. And that's the backdrop. Yeah. You know, we were talking a little bit before we uh, uh, started uh, the interview here. And one of the things that I mentioned is I thought at least conservative news outlets were doing a fairly decent job of covering this story uh, at the jump. But as so often happens when it comes to something like this, it became, uh, if you'll forgive the term, because I really hate saying it in this instance, but it's how it was treated, old news really fast. It yeah. seems like it's almost a forgotten story at this point. So today we have young men and women standing up together that are being brutally assaulted, that are being mm -hmm. treated terribly by this government, mm -hmm. that our current administration wants desperately to reestablish a bend over and grab your ankles almost kind of deal. And, mm -hmm. and I hate being uh, such a, a vulgar reference, but that's really what it represents mm -hmm. to the entire world. And mm -hmm. it's certainly the region. Uh, I, I'm just in awe of the courage these folks are, uh, are exhibiting and standing up and doing this. But Randy, you, you've been talking uh, to people that have lived there under this regime. So many of these young people today, they have no idea how free Iran once was. Uh, is their stories, is their history here that's helping to motivate these young people to understand what they once had there and could have again? Or is it just flat out the spirit of freedom finally uh, coming to overthrow this ridiculous overtake of what was once a free nation. Well, here's what happens when you have these young people. They they know from within their families the number of millions of people, of relatives that have had to leave Iran and become asylum seekers, refugees. And they've had to leave their homeland because of Islam. And they are tired of the oppression of their history, the suppression of their human rights. Their families had to leave. Some of them leave behind other family members. And the young people are hearing the stories of what once was life was like under the Shah. 
Now, the Shah had some problems. Of course, it wasn't perfect, but women had the right to vote. Women had the right to be in government. Women could hold office. Women were treated with respect. And there was a no hijab law. Hijab was outlawed. You don't wear it at all. They know the difference in the history before and after Khomeini and all of the Ayatollahs. I have a friend. Her name is Madis, and I won't name the city. This is the cry of these people. She messaged me this past week when I was at work at Chick-fil-A. I worked part-time there. And on Telegram, she messaged me and she said, Randy, they are killing us. And she was in tears. Please be our voice. Nothing motivates me more than to hear from them directly that live in Iran, that are my friends. The reason I know them is because I talk with them. I Skype with them like I'm talking with you. I write their stories in my self-published books, one of them called The Cross in the Desert. And I put their stories on display because it's not about me. This spirit of freedom is so ingrained in them. Like I said, not just because of the hijab law, they know the story of their country through their families, because, of course, in Iran, they've revised history. They don't teach it. But their family members will tell them of the days before the Shah went into exile. They know their history from their families. And I can tell you that this group of people present day right now are willing to give their lives. Not only was Masa Amini brutally beaten, but a young 20-year-old girl named Hadis Najafi. You can see a video of her, Tim. She's tying back her hair in the city of Karaj, where she lived. She's walking out peacefully to say no to the oppression of women, and she is shot by security officers six times, killed instantly. You can hear the story of a YouTuber named Serena Ismaile Zeda, 16 years old. I have a video on my page where she's singing a song in a car on YouTube because she's a YouTuber. Take me to church. It's a favorite song of hers. Three days later, she's brutally beaten over the head with a baton, left for dead. You hear the story of Nika. Nika is another one, another young girl. She didn't live to her 17th birthday. She went out to protest with the other Iranian women. Nika was in the prime of her life. There's a video of her on my page where she's singing karaoke. Now, a woman in Iran is not allowed to sing publicly. A woman in Iran can't go to a stadium to watch a soccer game. A woman in Iran can't ride a bicycle. But there's Nika on a video singing karaoke. She goes out and disappears. Her parents don't hear from her in almost 10 days. And then they find out that her body is in a morgue, beaten about the head. Now, the regime said, oh, she fell off a building. We have video to prove it. But everyone knows that she was murdered, an innocent young girl. There's a war on women in Iran. So this spirit of freedom, Tim, is not going to fizzle out like before. I believe it's going to go all the way. Well, I, I certainly hope so. They have already paid a heavy price. And at this point, it, it, they're too far in for it to be in vain. Uh, mm. I hope they know that they do have supporters and friends uh, 
outside of the country that the average American, uh, if they at least get the information, would definitely be standing up. And that's the big mm -hmm. deal here. That's, that's mm -hmm. the uh, torch that you have picked up. You've been leading that charge for a long time, trying to make sure that people have at least an idea, a clue of what's going on. But we're fighting uh, mainstream legacy media here that wants mm -hmm. to go to sleep on it. Mm -hmm. We're fighting uh, conservative media outlets mm -hmm. that yeah. they, they want to talk about it. But then they want to move on because right now yeah. uh, we've got to talk about elections. We've, we've got to talk mm -hmm. about Joe Biden and mm -hmm. we've got to talk yeah. about this, that. And we we see these people literally struggling. This is what America is supposed to be inspiring. Yes. People yes. who want liberty, people who mm -hmm. understand that oppression is wrong mm -hmm. and that that leads me to the question of, you know, you've been fighting this particular uh, uh, battle for a while. Why do you think we have such a hard time with ma uh, mainstream legacy media just trying to get this information reported? Well, it's because of what the media wants you to know. They want you to know certain events. They want you to know a certain thing. It's a liberal-dominated media. They want to talk only about the war in Ukraine. They want to talk about political issues that divide Republicans and Democrats. They want to talk about what they choose to. This is nothing they want to really speak about. So the Iranian-American communities all over the United States and the world, in Los Angeles, in, in Georgia, in Atlanta, in Toronto, in Canada, have, will not let the media forget this. They're going to find a way to break through that silence. And I have seen in the last two weeks, every Saturday, thousands of Iranian Americans in cities like I mentioned, Los Angeles, Atlanta, Toronto, and Canada, all over the world, chanting woman, life, freedom. And there is a particular song written by a composer named Shervin Hajapur. It's called Four. It's a beautiful song that could win a Grammy for a protest song. And at every one of these events, they are standing up to bring awareness for the plight of Iranians. So there is a media blackout, but we are making progress by two ways. Gathering together in cities all over the world every Saturday and having an awareness day, an Iran Freedom Day, and getting on our public page, our, our social media pages, and talking about them, posting the stories and videos. I do this on my blog talk just like you. Every Monday and Thursday, I am talking about their issues and posting their stories. I talk to my Iranian friends that are refugees. I have a friend named Ornush in Sweden. I said, write something. I'm going to tell people about it. And like my friend Modis, I wrote a blog about her plea to be our voice. And I do this because I believe wholeheartedly that the only way that the Iranian people will succeed is if they have the world behind them. We They don't need our support beyond that. They will take care of things in Iran. They are strong enough, brave enough, and courageous enough, but they need our support and being their voice. The Bible says, speak up for those who can't speak for themselves. Proverbs 31.8. This is the message I have. This is the shirt I wear. And it's for them, Tim. So the media, at some point in time, aren't going to have a choice. We're going to shape the narrative for them. All right. I, I love uh, winding down 
with a positive note. And that, I believe, is about as positive as we're going to get, considering what's going on over there. Uh, Randy, you do a fantastic job. I love the podcast. I love the fact that uh, you are still firing away and you've not lost any of your passion. It's so easy for folks who've done this for a while, who see this day in and day out, lose that. But you have managed to do this two ways. You maintain those personal relationships with people that are over there living so it never grows old to you. You're still experiencing it through talking with them and through your faith. I love the fact that you are a man of strong faith and that has never fails to come through, sir. So thank you for everything you're doing. And again, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, Before we say goodbye for now, uh, number one, I want to get your promise that we will definitely not wait so long before we get back together again. Sure. Absolutely. And and number two, I want you to share uh, the the websites, uh, anything that you want to share uh, social media handles, if you're still inviting uh, new folks to follow you, whatever you want to throw out there, and then any final thoughts that you want to throw out before we say goodnight. Well, thank you, Tim, for doing what the media is not doing. You're allowing me to be using this platform to speak for them, because again, I want to say this. This is not about me. Human rights is not about me and my fame or what I do. It's about their stories and their struggles. Please come to the Cross in the Desert blogspot.com. I have a, a blog called The Cross in the Desert. I also have my books up on Amazon.com. And then my radio program, which is called The Cross in the Desert, Speaking Hope and Freedom, is on every Monday and Thursday at 9.30 Central Standard Time. And by the way, if you miss listening to it live, you can always listen to it later. It's always going to be posted. So my final thought is this. It's because of people like you that this movement will not die, Tim, because you've given me a platform to be their voice. You've given me an opportunity to tell their stories, and you've given me an opportunity to tell your listeners how important this issue of freedom is that we take so much for granted. We are involved with the struggle against our own government. We are fighting for our rights and freedoms in a way we've never had to fight to before because of wokeism and liberalism and socialism. And my Iranian friends, when they see what's happening, the ones that live here, they are afraid that the same thing that happened to them in 1979 could happen here. My final thoughts is do not ever take your freedoms for granted. Remember, it can happen to us here as well if you don't stand up and fight. So that's my final word, and I thank you so much. God bless you, Tim. All right. Bless you as well. Randy, again, thank you so much. I appreciate your time. I know you're busy, and uh, we will get back together again soon. Uh, Keep up the great work, sir. Thank you, sir. All right. That's uh, Randy L. Noble, author and host of The Cross in the Desert, speaking truth, I'm so sorry, speaking hope and freedom to Iran. I keep wanting to throw truth in there because I want to. <laughs> That's okay. That's I, a I, good one. <laughs> I, I, I want to somehow include and make myself feel like I'm part of what you're doing, which. Uh, you uh, all right. Thank you, sir. 
All right, so that was my conversation with Randy, and I just couldn't wait to share it. I had to get this out, so here's the bonus material. Please, if you're listening to this, share this with your friends. Make sure that we do not go to sleep on this topic. It is far too important, and it would be really nice to see the young people in Iran have their efforts pay off by liberty and freedom returning to a land that has been missing it since the overthrow of the Shah. Uh, be sure to tune in to the next full broadcast of Tap into the Truth. I will replay that interview as part of the broadcast along with more material. And uh, remember, don't take my word for it. Definitely don't take their word for it. Be prepared to put in some effort. Most importantly, use your brain if you really want to tap into the truth. And let me add on this special occasion, go check out The Cross in the Desert. Everything Randy's doing, I'm going to put links in this description, and I'll probably put them in the main show description for the full broadcast as well, to take you to his author page on uh, Amazon and to the blog spot, blog posting, as well as the Spotify listening uh, for his podcast. Uh, and you also can find it, if you don't like listening to Spotify, you can find him at blogtalkradio.com and put it in the search. All oh, that's easy enough. That's it for now. Again, please share this everywhere that uh, everywhere you feel comfortable sharing it, and maybe even a few places you don't. That's it for me for tonight.
is using both hands. Evil is powerless if the good are unafraid. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.